Welcome to the Drawing Podcast. We're a bunch of people from Philly that use this space to have candid conversations about relationships, culture, sports, and whatever else we feel like discussing. We appreciate you joining us. Now, let's get it cracking. Yo, how have your relationship evolved as you've gotten older? Like, has your, did your circle get tighter or like, did you lose friends from college? Like, I know in college I had a, a shit ton of friends. And then after I graduated, I mean, I'm still tight with them, but it's only a handful of people I actually talk to um, consist on a consistent basis. You want to start? No, I, I don't. I feel like it's across the board. <laughs> like in any any situation, like you got people. But like, I keep in contact with y'all, but it's not on a daily, right? Yeah. I mean, other than doing a podcast, shit, like we're not like checking in, asking people, motherfuckers. Like I'm not checking in daily on like other things. But I got, I mean, I got friends. Who I met in college, who I check in here and there, but like won't talk every day. So I don't, I don't know why my circle got tighter or not. I think it expanded, but I was really like selective on like who I want to be close to going forward. Like after I go after college or move to state to state, whatever it may be. Um, but I, I definitely got like college friends who I consider like almost family. Who if like they need me, I got them. And same, same thing with y'all. Like you know, it's a whole brotherhood as you are. So. I kind of took that with me and then took that into the college realm and met some good people um, who are like family, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I also like did the volunteer program in Rhode Island where I met people who became another like another circle in themselves. So I got like, a big ass circle with smaller circles inside that shit, you know? So it's like a, a pan with like cinnamon rolls all over the motherfucking shit, if that makes sense. Um, I think for me, um, I wouldn't say the the relationships have changed from uh, from me getting older. I think we just have different responsibilities. You know, people got families and bills and stuff. So yeah, we can't just talk up, can't chop up on chop it up on the phone every single day, or you know, shoot the shit with each other. We gotta you know plan out when we gonna speak to each other and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as friendships no my friendships have pretty much been the same for the past like 10-12 years or whatever Um, I still got y'all the people that I met in college I only keep in contact with like one person from college but that was from from, like when we first started college Um, so I wouldn't say it's gotten tighter I, I guess the only thing that has changed is that you know we're 29, 30, 31, that, um, you know, with with age, as we gotten older, more responsibilities. Um, we've gained more responsibilities, so maybe communication hasn't been as frequent as it was back in the day, but we also don't live with each other anymore as well, so I think yeah. that, you know, that, that has changed for me, personally. That's, that's like the proximity aspect of it, like, you got people around you close by, it's easy to, you know, deal with them and be in their everyday lives. Like, but I got someone, when I was in college, I had one of my homies who come to Vegas and we would just legit, like, chill every fucking day, smoke weed after class type shit, just, like, play ball. And then, you know, after college, you know, you got a family, you got a kid now, he lives in, he lives in LA, so, like, we won't talk every day, but that's my guy. But if, we're, like, if I'm in the same place as something, I'm going to kick it with him no matter what type shit, you know? So I think proximity plays, uh, plays a big part in also, like, growing into your own self, your own profession, 
you know, personal life, whatever it may be, that you kind of like, you know. And then I, you know, I feel like people get offended by that shit, though. Like, some people get offended by, like, oh, you're not talking to me, or you don't hang out with me, or type of shit, but, like, that's just, that's how it should be, right? That's life. I think that's people that have, that's not really doing much with themselves. They have a lot, like, like I, I, to be honest, I did feel that type of way towards certain people that I that I kick it with or whatever. But I have to understand that me personally, I only work three days a week, yeah. and I I've never had like a real like nine to five per se. Right. My days are always free. I work overnight, so my whole time frame of when people are at work, I'm at home not doing a damn thing. So. <laughs> I had to understand that, and hopefully, I could try to, you know, make some nighttime friends. But nighttime friends, <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like that's life, though. Like, and that's how you know who your real friends are too, because I don't have to talk to you literally every day. And like you said, with your man that uh, is in LA now, um, whenever I see you, it's all love. Like they don't get upset. They know. Like it's, I got a family. I got a wife, kid, school, all this work, all this shit that I got to juggle. And so when I come home, I'm just trying to chill, and I can't chop it up with everybody for an hour or two every every fucking night. You know what I'm saying because I still gotta communicate with my wife, make sure we on the same page, and, and, and communicate with my son. You know what I'm saying so. It's uh, it's just life, man. People gotta understand that, and that's that's how you know who your real friends are—the ones that don't get upset. But then when you see them, it's like nothing ever happened. You know what I'm saying like y'all just saw each other yesterday. Yeah, you, you, you don't you don't miss a beat. You know, you just like yeah, whatever it is. Like I ain't seen you in like two years type shit, and then I can so see you a month from now, and it's like like you never miss a beat. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that's 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 that true friendship and that partnership that you got with people. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of speaking of friendships and, and involving and stuff like that, when y'all got into in your relationship, like how was that? How did you handle that uh, in your friends or as a friend? How did you handle dealing with your friends that got into uh, serious what, relationships? What relationship? <laughs> well, then how did you handle your friends as they got into relationships? Like how did you learn? You know what I'm saying how to keep in contact without being too overbearing and shit. What or third wheel? I still struggle with that because really? I, I feel like um, like I I am the I'm the single friend so I don't want to intrude on other people and what they're doing and like like I said earlier a lot of you like a lot of us or y'all have kids or whatever or at least it's significant other huh shit not me well, you got pepper so let's start now <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all got families and everything, and I ain't got nobody, so I have to understand that, you know, um, people got their other, like another life going on, and I can't be um, so bent out of shape or whatever that I can't get in contact or I can't talk to such, such and such every single day. But I've, 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 I'm learning to accept that. I'm not saying I'm fully there yet because there's some. Um, some girls in my life, like just friends that are in significant, uh, in real relationships that if they don't hit me back, I feel some type of way. And uh, I'm always, I, I've always, I've always got the impression about you that you're like, you're good, like doing your own thing. Like, not like, like you need, like you don't need people around you or whatever, or like, but you're good at just doing your shit on your own pace at your own time type shit. So I never thought that. No, that's facts. But I still want to talk to when when I want when I want company is when I really want it. Like 
most times, yeah, I like being by myself, but I'm that person that when I want to talk to somebody, like, yo, you better be around, you better be available. <laughs> certain people, certain people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so wait, 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 wait. So wait, what, what draws a line to that, to like, for someone to be that certain person that you got to be available when you need them at the drop of the hat? Well, that's not realistic, so I can't, I can't be that type of person. I, I understand that the error in my way so I have to fix myself I can't I can't be mad at anybody else for the life that they live if that makes sense no I'm not here I'm like almost the complete opposite I go ghost a lot <laughs> like no, I do yo I do and I, I don't like I don't know some people I know some people out there probably feel the type of way about like but I just don't I like I'll be around like you see me on social media type shit, but then like but I'm not around. Like you don't like no one no one hears from me, no one sees me. Like I, I barely talk to like my family like every day, you know what I'm saying? Like every week. Like they'll it'll be like months where I don't text my mom type shit. Like um so again like, but that goes with the relationship with friendships that you did have. I just like I'm like that to y'all too, like where I just y'all don't hear from me for a while, but like I'm here. But I just I don't know, I'll be, I be, I be drained, so I don't feel like dealing with nobody. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it's not, it's not right, you know, but it's... A, no, I mean, I don't think it's wrong. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't have a balance. Like, it's either zero to 100 type shit. Like, if, like, I don't, like, legit, like, my phone will go off, I don't, uh, but all right, whatever. Damn. <laughs> it sucks. It does. But I think, I think for me, like, when you were talking about, I think recently you was, I was thinking about, like, coming home from work and like seeing like being with your family like for me like my job like it's mentally draining so like I legit like come home and I don't want to do shit like I don't want to talk to nobody like cause I've been like it's it's a lot of work dealing with 1600 kids and shit you know what I'm saying so it's just like I'm done I, I have no time for social life I don't have no social life actually so it is what it is so I just I'll be at my school or in the, in the basketball gym at my school hmm that's it Reese. <laughs> yeah for me I mean it's I respond pretty much to everybody I don't I try not to uh, leave anybody hanging if if I don't respond to your text message within like 10 minutes it's probably because my son has my phone that's that's legit the only reason why I don't respond to people or if I don't answer your phone it's either my son has my phone or um, or I was cooking <laughs> that's the only two reasons I don't pick up for anybody or respond to anybody. But I, I try to I try to do that just because I know that coming from Philly, I went to school in North Carolina, so if people people have to contact me via phone or social media or something like that to get in contact with me. And now I'm in Texas, and I don't. I mean, my wife has family here, but I don't have any relatives here outside of my my um, my in laws, my in law relatives. So uh, for me, I, I want to make sure that I'm always available for people. Uh, Whenever they need me, because I know I'm all, I've always lived far away, ever since you know I'm saying 2008. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, I, I was okay. I, I feel it before, like you know, it's crazy. Every time I meet new friends, right? We talk about friends, and they always like you know I'm from Philly. I, I read Philly wherever the fuck I go. Like this, everybody knows I'm Philly. So they always ask me, what to do in Philly?" I'm like. I don't stop budging because I haven't lived this since 2008. I have no fucking idea what to do in Philly, bro. Same here. Yeah. I have no idea because I had, yo, my, my friends were there this weekend 
yo, where can we get some good food? Where can we get some good breakfast? I'm like, nigga, I don't know. I go to my grandma's house and I play basketball. That's all I do at home. <laughs> like, I don't do nothing else. Like, I don't know where to get good ass breakfast. Cheese steak, go to fucking any spot other than Gino's or Pats. Fuck Gino's or Pats. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, like, I, don't, I don't fucking know what to do in Philly no more, bro. Like, stay out the way. Cause I always did. I like, just stay out of the way. Cause like, don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. I be on uh, Keem's social media. I be watching his. Inst- this nigga always eating. First off, and I just be on his Instagram watching this. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that's right. King. Who's that? King. Yeah. yeah, he always have this nigga hungry as shit, bro. He got nothing but food on his damn IG post, and I just be like, okay, I guess that's a good spot to eat. Cause I, I'm the same with you, though. Since 2008, bro. I, as an adult, I have no idea what there is to do in Philly. Nothing. No idea. I go, bro. My grandma crib, mom crib, and basketball. That's it. That's it. I was already horrible with direction and where I was and where I was going, so I have no idea where to go in Philly. I called it 15th and Broad the other day. Uh, what? I, <laughs> I don't even think that's a thing. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm out the loop. If somebody, if somebody give me a list of like what is popping. In Philly, like, let me know, cause I don't know shit. I know nothing. I don't think I, I don't think Mike know. He might be, nigga might be in there all his life, other than college. I'll be on them sites, bro. Like, be on the sites. I, yeah, when I come to Philly, I'm like, okay, get on those like visit Philly type websites and shit like that. Man, that shit don't count, man. That shit is like sponsored. Like, That's what I know. They, it is. They buy slots and shit to be on the, be on the website and shit. <laughs> Yeah. That's what, like whenever it's like like my, my grad school I go to and they, they have this like this big ass poster that says like Manhattan College is like number twenty third in the northeast earned section of America and like dining. I'm like, nigga, no it's not. Like who who is buying this spot? Like the food is trash. So like I can't I can't trust visit Philly, I can't trust shit other than the niggas who are on the ground telling me where it goes. Like Joaquin, he'd be good person to ask. Yeah. Mike, no, because he don't do shit. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, you live with your girl? Huh? Did you live with your girl? Uh, yeah, two different occasions. Like, yeah, two different occasions. I lived with her for a year in Baltimore, and then about two years here in New York. When were you in Baltimore? Fuck, 2015. Okay, a year before I got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was West Baltimore. And trap. Good, baby. I'm about to say, that sound like that. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, well, when I spent time in Baltimore, because I, I, I Ubered and delivered pieces that, that summer before I started grad school. And, bro, like, I'm good at any hood, bro, but Baltimore, I don't fucking know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That shit is dark as shit, like, throughout the night. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ah, nah, bro. I don't know. I was not fucking around out there. I kept my ass in that floor focus I had to and from work, and that's it. It's <laughs> becoming gentrified, though. Can't be moving. Nah, nah, West Baltimore? Shit. Nah, you talking about, like, the huts, like, the, the, uh, the fucking, uh, what's this called? Don't tell me. I, I wouldn't know if I... Nah, you know, it's, 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 it's near the fucking... It's, 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 it's where the stadium is at. It's fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, like they got some good ass food. I will tell you that. Nah, not where I was at. The mambo sauce is that is mambo sauce? Mambo sauce be hitting. I ain't gonna lie. In, in Chicago, they got the damn uh, what's that shit called? Mild sauce. 
You that's, 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 that's Chicago. That's Chicago. I know, I know, but uh, mumble sauce and mouth sauce. Although mouth sauce is basically hot sauce and ketchup to me, that's all that shit tastes like. I don't like ketchup. Mumbo sauce. Um, I had it from the Chinese store. Y'all know I love Chinese food, so it was, it was like sweet and sour sauce, but it was good though. You see what the pork rice? Chicken wings and shit. I don't. Yeah, I don't do pork no more, man. Since when? Since when? I haven't. I haven't had pork in like ten years, at least. Nigga, we was the same school ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like, <laughs> you bitches every every night, bro. We was in there at least like two nights a week, and we ordered Chinese food. Easy, and green onions, scallions, or whatever you want to call them. And shit. Put some egg in it. Put some egg, egg, egg in that joint. Yeah, I got a confession. So I used to put ketchup on my chicken nuggets so that um, purpose. I know on, on purpose so you <laughs> wouldn't eat yeah, yeah, ketchup. Fuck that niggas, yo. What's wrong with ketchup? That shit They don't like ketchup Ketchup is I don't know why Motherfuckers go crazy About ketchup Like And like, and it, like In y'all little ketchup work You got two different ones The ones that put ketchup On top of shit Or on the side Both of that shit is Disgusting <laughs> Like I don't know why The fuck Like ketchup is an option For anything So So Zoe I ain't trying to put you On the spot But when you moved in With your girl Yeah What did it mean for you like, did it mean that you was ready for the next level, or did it mean that simply, hey, I need, I need to a roommate, and I'd rather have it be my girl than some than one of my boys? Uh, oh, uh, sure, I need a place to stay. <laughs> like, because <laughs> not because because all right, so I was so the situation in Baltimore was she was living in Baltimore and I was living in Rhode Island. Yeah, and then I was done the volunteer program. Um. Like pretty much early, like I did my time and shit, and then I had to wait until the following year to go to grad school, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did, I'm like, well, I'm not going back to Philly, like fuck all that, like I like just go down, go down work and apply, you know, work and shit, like just apply for the jobs for the first year, and I was that, you know, what I'm saying so. It was more just us, you know, like spend time with each other because we've always been along this relationship. Majority, like I've been, I've been with her since 2011, like eight years, going eight years. And then majority of, majority of our relationship has been long distance. So like three out of the eight has been like us together, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like, I already been, I already been away from her for two years. So then like, it was like, you know, just a chance for us to like move in with each other. And like, you know, she already had a place. I just, I just moved in, moved my shit in, all my sneakers in. So all your sneakers. What was the experience? <laughs> what was the experience like for you? Like, did, huh? what was the experience like for you moving in with her? Uh, bro, no different because again, I've been around in college, and we were basically like living living with each other in college. Mm-hmm. Like my Lewis dorm, I had a single every all four years I, I was at uh, Lewis, had a single all four years, and then when I got when, when we got together, like it was just like oh, well, she was in my room every fucking day, every night type shit, you know, like or I was in her room, and or somebody was separate, but like most of the time it was a basically so it was no. There's no big transition. I don't know how. At least I don't know how your situation are and this shit. You always got married after you left high school. So, <laughs> whatever. So for me, uh, me and Bree didn't move in until we were uh, engaged. Uh, okay. I did have a. I did have my own. Uh, I had my own apartment. Well, not my own apartment. I had an apartment with a roommate, but I had my own room and shit, right. my own bathroom and shit. Right. So. 
uh, she would be over there a lot, but she was a she was a RA at the time, so she would come over on the weekends and shit like that. For the most part, uh, she would come over during the week if she could, but for the most part, she was just there on the weekend. So it definitely wasn't like a living situation, like we was living together, um, not until we got engaged. And so, uh, so for me, like when I moved in with her, we was already engaged. So for me, we was already progressing towards marriage. I did learn a lot from her because one, we were engaged, so we started to join our finances and shit like that. Um, like we had to, you know, split rent, split the utilities and shit like that. Come to agreements on how, uh, how much we was gonna spend on X, Y, Z. So um, it was a y'all lot. Still, yeah, y'all go fifty fifty or what did I do? So we we kind of go well. So in college, yeah, we went fifty fifty because we was both broke. But now we we don't go fifty fifty. Um, it's it's more like the the way I always want it's it's more like. The way I always wanted to handle my finances was I wanted to take care of all the bills and then all my wife's money goes towards um, vacations and, and student debt and shit like that because student loans is a real fucking thing. So I wanted all her salary to go towards student debt and, and vacations. So Both, both of y'all student loans? Huh? She don't really got student loans because she's smart as shit. So. Oh yeah, so you're student loans. <laughs> yeah. What did you just say to me, bro? Just hang it down, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> but but yeah. I'm just, I'm just like, Maurice gonna tell us that like you basically dumb as shit, but you're not you're smart as shit too. Like it's just so yeah, but she doesn't a, pay for college. A, time there's a that. level of intelligence in applying for scholarships and shit. My thing was I didn't I had a three but I thought to apply for scholarships you need like a three five and shit like that. So I just never fucking applied. So that was that's why I say she was a lot smarter than me. I'm not talking about from my intelligent IQ standpoint, just so, yeah, you was a you was a know how smart you were. Yeah, I was tripping. Um, but yeah, that's that's how it works out for us. And so okay. even now, um, that's how but, it's but, but when we moved in the second time together, we went we went percentage. Yeah. So like like forty percent of like of my shit, my check and her check goes into the joint shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like and the other sixty, like it's like your own personal like private loans, student blah blah blah, shit like that. Um, so now it was it's been tough for me since he moved. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh-huh. Like now I'm living on my own and shit, like legit, like this shit under my name, like solo dolo, like this shit is a little different, you know. So um I'm stretching a motherfucking dollar. I'm like bombing every night <laughs> budget bullshit like <laughs> So, did her but, family say any or did your family did either one of y'all family say anything to you when y'all to y'all when y'all moved in? No, it's just like no, nigga. They had what, what can they say? I'm about to say what can, what can they really say? I, I don't, I don't know, cause again, like I was at Gerard, and with the college on my own, you know, like far shit away. Everything, everything I did up until that point with, with Tiana, like it was on my, on my own. So it wasn't like you can't do that shit. Like you should be married by the blah. Like nah, my, my family ain't religious. Mm-hmm. Even if they are, like I got some people in my family who are religious, but they don't push that shit down like on on me or. Well, my family definitely opinionated. They had some shit to say. Like they, not not a lot. Not they sure. have their opinions. Whether I take it or whether I take their opinions and act on them or not, it's two different stories. So they can say what they want, but I do. I do. At the end of the day, I'm an adult. So um, you mean we, as grandma? Huh? You mean as grandma? No, my grandma nice as shit, bro. She just don't. She ain't with the fuck shit. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> she ain't with the fuck shit. <laughs> 
Uh, and she's straightforward as hell. But no, my grandma didn't say shit. Actually, it was my uncle. He was like him and his him and my Your aunt. Uncle? Was like, yeah, he, him and my aunt. They was like we we y'all should be married before you move. And I was like, well, we engaged, and so. Uh, but he just that's his thing. Like he just believes that you should be married before you move in together. I ain't have a problem with it. What if y'all found out that your significant other was like a horrible roommate? Well, I mean, I, I had the trial run in college. <laughs> like I ain't gonna lose you, like. But she, but she made sure, like, you know, like we, like, I don't know, like, within that, like, household realm, like, she made things a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if, if it wasn't for her, like, I'd probably be like ordering the Tom special from China King. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but like, I mean, I, I'm a good ass cook. I just feel I'm better cook than her. She probably don't. She probably don't agree to that shit. I hate me saying this shit though, but because of her, I could better than her. Well, that happened with my wife. My wife could not cook to save her life before she moved in with me, and uh, she learned how to cook real quick. I, even now to this day, I still cook better than her, and she'll tell you that. And I cook most days anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, I enjoy cooking. I don't, like I, I, when I was in Rhode Island, I had to cook for basically eight people on a daily because of like the situation I was in. Like we had we, uh, we had a community, so I had to cook like eight like for eight people every day. So it was it was different, and I'll make some good ass shit. I ain't hold some shit I never thought to make. Well, back to your question, Tom. When you said, uh, "What if she was a bad roommate?" I mean, bad roommate, bad roommate. Yeah, that's something. Bad roommate. Sorry, that's something you gotta just. If you love her, and y'all gonna be together, like marriage and shit. Let me. For me, I'm married, so for me, it's kind of easy to say, like talking from a pedestal. But if you're gonna marry her anyway, it shouldn't really matter. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. So marriage to me, it's like a it's like a Japanese lucky bamboo tree, or some shit like that. And y'all, you grow individually, but you grow together at the same time. And so that's something that you got to learn how to do in marriage. So if your spouse isn't a great cook, isn't the best cook, or doesn't clean that well, if you love her, you're just going to have to, you know what I'm saying, help her grow to learn how to clean up after herself or learn how to cook or learn how to, you know what I'm saying, wash clothes or whatever whatever it is that she's not doing. You know what I mean? Yo, Tom, you doing dishes, girl? You train an old dog new tricks? She ain't old. Like, we not fucking... <laughs> I'm not saying she's... I'm not saying that... I'm not saying she was, was she never or what was she never probably experienced that thing so that's all brand new to her you know what I'm saying yeah, so right. that's not like it's not te- that's not teaching new tricks it's just you're, you're learning something we are learning something new but it's like you're not teaching old dog new tricks right you know? so uh, like, it's called growth bro she's she both of y'all growing you know what I'm saying y'all growing into who y'all um, need to be for each other same as when you have a kid. When you have a kid, you don't know everything. You, sh- you grow, nigga. Every year, every day, like you grow. It's yeah, the experience shit. Yeah. That's why I, I, I think I was arguing with my kids the other day, and they were saying shit like, uh, "I thought we were talking about." And then I said something about like, "Y'all, y'all live in a world where answers are, are provided to you. Like everything I've learned, I fucking like, experienced that shit. Mm-hmm. Like y'all wanna, y'all wanna know the answers to shit rather than just like going through the motions." Figure it out as you go. Like you want to know, fight through this. What's gonna happen? Like, I don't fucking know. Like you should find the show yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, we live in a world that information is so provided to you that like they can look up. They can look up all the conversations we're having here, our experiences. They can look up the top ten things to look 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 forward to in a fucking like moving in with your significant other bullshit. Like I don't know. Like shit. The other day, my my girl was reading some shit about living apart. Like <laughs> living apart. Some shit fuck was called. It was basically like two people who were in a relationship but living apart. And that can be like long distance, of course, we know that. Or it could be like 
living in the same fucking zip code, but y'all agree not to just live with each other, you just live apart. Right. right. Terminology is all over the place. I have no fucking idea. Like, shit is, shit is, it's all brand new. Mm-hmm. So, Tone, you got insight. Start with the bullshit. As far as what? Living with a significant other? Or living with another. You experience How many people you live with? Outside of Gerard and my father you went to college with and Hook. Or, that thing, seeing, seeing, like, you used to live with them, right? No, I live alone. You live alone there. All right, when you live with them, though, how was that? Like, seeing it from your perspective and outside looking in, you know? I mean, I, uh, I can't speak for them, but for me, it was easy because I was, I was, I stayed in my room. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't do anything. Like we worked, we worked opposite times. Like when they were coming home from work, I was going to work. Um, and you know, I didn't, I didn't hear nothing. They didn't hear nothing. Like we lived on two opposite ends of the of the apartment. Um, I didn't watch a lot of TV. Me and Hook watched basketball, but other than that, it was pretty easy. I mean, we ordered, we ordered food. They would pay. I would pay. Money was never like an issue. If we had food in the house, they would cook for everybody, or I would try to cook for everybody. <laughs> what What does that mean? Yeah. Try to cook for everybody? Yeah. I was like, nah, dog. Say what? What would you, you try to cook? Yeah, I can't cook. You say that. You say that. You say that. What are you making? What are you making now? Because you were cooking shit the entire time. Huh? As we were talking, you were cooking shit. Yeah, I put some rice on the bro- on the. <laughs> On a grill, on a um, on a grill, on a grill, bro. <laughs> he don't even know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> I'll put that's some on the burner, but that's it. A burner, okay. Okay. Call it burner. So I know, I know you kind of like background, all right? And I got a bowl of cereal waiting for me when I'm done. I see that. So you Rice eat, right? and fucking cereal, bro. You mean you mean so your your nutritional standard at 10:45 at night is to eat some rice and fucking cereal. And a bowl of whatever's gonna work. And a bowl of after that. Yep. Bro, you on college meals, though. Let me see. No, turn. <laughs> Let me see your seasoning uh, rack, bro. What you got in there? My seasoning. What you got? What you got in the cabinet? He don't got seasonings though. I got some good seasoning. Let me see. I got some spicy Old Bay. All right. I got some black pepper. All right. I got some Italian seasoning. I like spaghetti. Right. I got garlic powder. I'm good over here. I got some adobo. Okay. I got some uh, some crushed red peppers. You got any sazon? I knew. Yeah. I, so he don't got no sazon, nigga. <laughs> I said that. You're not bad, bro. You're not bad. <laughs> I ain't even got no lorries, no seasoned salt. But you put all these together, it's good enough. You need a pack of sazon. These go with everything. No, that's not that bad. Yeah. I, I, I think what you should add to your arsenal of spices is cumin. Yeah. See, see, that's that's too difficult. No, it's it's simple. What you mean, bro? Yeah, that um, I've been thinking about um, what's that yellow shit? Garlic. No, like <laughs> don't, <laughs> mustard, nigga, like, like some type of mustard. Honey mustard, brown mustard, yellow shit. Is it a seasoning or the sauce? It's a season. Mustard, mustard seed. I'll come back to it, man. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> curry to a curry? Maybe curry. Nigga, that's okay. not a mustard. Nigga. That shit is that shit is hot. Spicy. I like hot shit. 
Get you Indian curry. Get you Indian curry. That shit is spicy as fuck. What kind of hot sauce you got? That's see, I be eating Indian food and I be getting it hot, and it comes out hot. So you can't like you got to be careful with that shit. That's what happens when you eat food, like the way it comes in. But hot sauce, I got the last dab from Hot Ones. Okay, that's crazy. That, That shit is hot. Why? Why? Yeah, why you do that shit to yourself, bro? That shit is hot. I got some uh, Chalua and I got um, Sriracha. Some Sriracha, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. See, I'm alright. I mean, you ain't using them, bitches, but sorry. I barely use them. I don't eat eat meat no more. You got brown sugar? What'd you say? You got brown sugar? Nah. Fuck it up. Easy don't, don't ask me about my cabinets no more, man. I ain't got nothing in here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fridge looking like? Um, this is like yeah, it's trying to MTV Cribs. Trying to figure out tone, tone signal, tone, tone, water, okay, water. Nigga, you water. your fridge is empty as fuck. Nigga, is that fucking Nyquil? Nyquil? <laughs> That's Nyquil. I got <laughs> keep this shit cold. I got um, <laughs> some almond milk and I got some mushrooms over there. Mushrooms. Are the mushrooms old? No, they. I just bought them the other day. I'm gonna make some, um, some like uh, Parmesan, um, portobello mushrooms. Just like that, straight up. Yeah, with like cheese and sauce and um, some ch- chorizo. Unless you eat meat. You just said you don't eat meat. Yeah. It's it's not real meat. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Impossible right. chorizo or some shit. <laughs> The, um, it's, like, it's like other ones Like Smart Life And like Other joints and shit Yeah I, I've tried them joints. Yeah okay They're not bad Yeah They're not bad But That, that vegan vegetarian lifestyle I, It's cool But that shit A little pricey though So Talking about Philly slang Like I know when we was growing up I was using Bull John I mean What other yeah. shit Were we using growing but, up I don't think Bull is slang I think Bull is just like I like uh, accent, like you know, what I'm saying, like, like they would say, like they would say, like you would say, water ice, like I never say water ice. Yeah, water. I say water ice. Again, that's just sound like water to me. That's why you saying water. Oh, the W O O D E R. They say we. They say yeah, like, yeah. Like you say water. I like no, I forgot. I say it's like I think boy is not like a slang for us because it's not. It's, slang means like a word that is like meaning something else. Like boy is boy. We all know that. Like it's not like. That's it's, not saying, it's not even saying jam as a boy. Like, no, we're saying boy. Yeah. It's, so I don't think boy is a slang, but that's just my interpretation of like. But if we said it to somebody, they wouldn't know. They don't know what the fuck we're talking about. You'd be like, young boy over there, because they think we're saying. That's our accent. B U L L. That's what they think we're saying. That's our accent. First of all, I'm big on spelling, and I spell I spell boy as B O L. B O U. B O L. B O L. Niggas all up with B U L or B O U L. Like, let's keep it, let's keep it universal. I'm going to make it now Wikipedia or whatever it is B-O-L Fuck that Well if you spell it that way Then it's clearly slang bro Fuck that bull <laughs> <laughs> If you're not spelling it The way the word is pronounced Then it's Well it's pronounced the way, But if you're not spelling it The way like it's, boy it's, then it's, it's, it's like When people say like What tomato tomato Like bullshit Like this is how you say it. It's just your accent But tomato think, and tomato Spell the same way bull is an accent Not like slang But we do say boy we do. Who the fuck says boy? I ain't never say no boy. I say bull. <laughs> I make a point. I make a point to say bull, right? <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you was talking to your family, you was like you having a boy or a girl. 
Well, you having a bore or a jump? <laughs> yeah. See, it's slang, bro. It's slang, bro. I, I think I lost my Philly slang. Except when I'm, except when I'm in, a, in when I'm in Philly. Right. That's when it comes out. But when I'm oh, out, yeah. well, it's code switching. Mm. That's that, that's another way of code because like code switching is not just like talking slang in your environment versus talking like in the professional world. Like it's also like where you at. Like if I'm like when I, when I was when I was in Chicago and shit, Illinois, like I use Finna a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm finna go to the store. Yo, what you, what you finna do? Like shit like that. Like and when I'm in Philly, I'm not even finna. Like who the fuck on the phone? I'm talking about what I do with this shit. Yeah. So I think like it depends. Yeah, like if you're you know around people who you understand speaks that language, right? Mm-hmm. Then you just say it. Like when I'm in Philly, and I, I'm there, you know, a handful of times out the year, like my Philly come out. I talk so much shit like. Like, bro, I say fuck out of here a lot, dickhead, and <laughs> boy, like, that shit comes out. I used to say dickhead all like, the time. I use chat and fucking, like, a New York slang and shit, like, so. Yeah, I use, I used to use say dickhead all, like, fucking all the time. And that shit is, like, bro, that's, that's one of my favorite Philly words. <laughs> what? That's dickhead. That shit is you know, dickhead. To, to be real with you, I didn't even know that dickhead was a Philly John. Like I went downstairs, I went down to North Carolina, and I was saying dickhead, and they was like, the "Fuck is you talking about? Why are you calling me?" I'm like, "Y'all say that shit. They, they say we say head funny too. They say we say a lot of shit funny. I don't, I don't see it, but also, Bro, tell me why people from New York have a Southern accent. I hear that too. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like Philly niggas. Sounds exactly like Philly girls. Oh, just really aggressive. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just over the top aggressiveness and shit. Like, I don't talk like that at all. I don't talk like I'm from the South. Like, I can, I, I can I definitely. Tell, I tell my, I tell my, like, well, you all in like New York. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's maybe it's the prominent figures of like who talks from where you're talking. But like, when a Philly girl is a Philly girl, she basically a Philly nigga. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's right. Bro. Nah, like just the way, just the way they, uh, like their mannerisms and like, yeah, gestures and shit. I'm like, yo, am I talking to my nigga? Bro, I have no idea. Like, no, that's how it is. Like in New York too, they like, be wilding, bro. Like, <laughs> when I was in the airport coming back from Afropunk, nigga, I was. Listening to them talk, and I was like, "Bro, she is like a hundred percent all Philly, bro. Like, you can definitely tell when a Philly girl is talking, bro. They yeah. just, it's just, it's just different. Aggressive, just aggressive. Yeah. Is there any shit that they say now that we didn't even like? They got any new shit out there? In that be, yeah, that they be saying now? Nah, that's pretty. I have no idea. Standard shit, like you know, just the usual shit. Like I don't know. I mean, like." Fuck out of here, DK, you drunk. Like, you're drunk, yeah. You're drunk. They still be on that shit, man. Like, like I, I, who, who's the comedian? Hilarious Omar. He be, he be doing. Yo, you get a t- his shit is funny. Go ahead, he be having that shit on point, bro. Like, when he was talking about how niggas be telling stories, how you having a fight and shit, hey, with a boop bop. Like, he was like, <laughs> that yo. <laughs> that shit got me, yo. So weak. <laughs> yeah, that dude is funny. But I, don't, I don't think not. Now, New York slang changes every fucking week. 
Uh-huh. I I cannot keep up, bro. I cannot keep up. One day, like, cold means that shit is cool as fuck. Next thing you know, that shit is trash. Yeah. I, I can't. I cannot keep up, bro. I've been telling my nigga, little kid talking. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, <laughs> it's simple, bro. Like, just keep it. That's why. That's why I love Philly. Cause Philly slang is standard. It never changes, and it's universal. Cause now everybody want to use the word John. Yeah, I see that a lot. Yeah, everywhere, bro. Everywhere, my kids. Yo, what's up with the Johns? I'm like, yo, why are you talking like that? Like, yeah, yeah, for real. I be getting a little offended. Like, y'all don't even know where that came from. <laughs> so, like, I saw, I saw, I love Philly slang. I do love slang for any other place, but like Philly slang, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm biased, whatever it is. But I think Philly slang is like it's universal. It just, it's, it just stays. It doesn't, it doesn't stare off too, what too much. You know, I always come back to his roots. Yeah. And it's not like you, you don't have to like. You don't have to take a lesson on Philly slang every year. It's not like the fucking DSM five or like a, a, a fucking law edition of like human laws. It's just the same shit every year. Mm-hmm. It's just more and more girls talking niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. When I went down south, man, they, was, they were saying that they felt like all up north girls was fucking mean and shit, and all down south girls was nice. And I was like, well, you gotta understand, like, because when I when I was just in Brooklyn, New York, so it was me. And five girls. Oh, you was, you was dope, bro. All the guys that was supposed to come from my co- from my, from college, the niggas flaked or had some some arrangements that they couldn't they couldn't make it and shit. So it was I just, saw you lined up with all the girls. Thank you, thank you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just sitting there observing and shit. Like niggas is howling at them like non fucking stop. Like just constantly talking to them. I'm like damn, that's but that's that's the difference. Like. When you up north, you walk everywhere, or you're, you're on the street a lot, like public transportation, shit like that. Versus when you down south, you literally got to drive everywhere. So this is the mentality of the girls is different. You know what I'm saying? Like they have this tough outer shell and shit. Bro, they aggressive, bro. That's how I'm glad I got me a nice down south sweet little thing who is not overly aggressive. I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm I, I am. I am a bitch. <laughs> so I do not need any aggression aimed towards me. Like, cause I'm I'm really kind of like I'm not aggressive, but I, I can get animated. So it's like looks like aggression and shit. So I don't I do not need to reciprocate things, but that shit is not good. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind aggression. My wife's not aggressive at all, but I don't mind aggression. It don't bother me. So, so I, I was after because like, all right, so I've been talking about it. I, I know you a chance to link up. You was here. So what what was your what was your impression of your first Afropunk? So it was a first off. I'll say this. Let me start with this. The one thing I like the most, because I've been to a bunch of concerts, um, especially in college, but I've been to a couple of concerts outside of college, too. So in college, because I went to an HBCU, there's nothing but niggas there. And so when I'm listening to music and they say nigga in the music, I don't feel uncomfortable. But since I got out of college and I'm been going to different concerts and shit like that, it's a whole bunch of white people and they be rapping and shit and they be saying nigga, that shit makes me feel uncomfortable, to be real with you. Afropunk is like almost ninety five percent niggas, dog. Like it's yeah, it's yeah, completely it's different. There, but it definitely is like yeah, it's mostly niggas. So I was like completely comfortable listening and enjoying all the music, even though the artists didn't really curse a lot. But if they were, I felt completely comfortable. But Afropunk was just it was amazing, bro. Like it was exactly like you said. You was like yo, Afropunk, they be half naked out there. 
That's exactly <laughs> yo. It's no lie. Like they, they'll you can see their titties through the shirt. Like they'll put on like a a little thinly veiled shit, but you can see the nipple and the areola and everything they got on it, and you can see the fucking rings, all that shit, bro. Like and they be Great walking around the like it's nothing. Great fucking time, bro. First of all, yo, wait, wait. Was my nigga out there passing out the juices and shit? Was yeah, that, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. saw a couple yeah, boys passing out juices. Like, oh, yeah, straight. My man be out there hustling. Yo. I don't he was know like, name, but he be hustling. He be out there. I, I grab every year. I grab like three of them bitches from a day. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, you waiting in line? You might as well grab some juice while you in there." So, that bitch is good. Yeah, I ain't had one yet. But I tell you this though, the dress code for Afropunk is basically whatever the fuck you want. Whatever the fuck you want, bro. That's literally the dress code. Because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Like my wife. You was like, like a dad. You was like a dad. You was like a dad. Weren't you? <laughs> what you mean? No, we're just talking. About yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you. You look like a dad. I saw the fit. You got, you got uh, the Jesus slippers on too and shit. Like, nah. <laughs> Why these clothes? Nah, I had I had on some uh, I had on some loafers though. No socks, nigga. Socks, <laughs> 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 like pop, bro. Like. <laughs> That's what's but, up though. But I saw but no, I saw a man it, out there. It, it is a good time. It is crowded. It, it is crowded. Like, if, like, if you try to go from one stage. To another stage To yeah. perform it In the middle of all this traffic Bro You are like In between motherfuckers And just hugging yeah. Like Who all performed? Uh, Leon Britt So I only wanted to see LaKaylee 47 That girl's fire She is she, yeah, she got hits Like it's, it's, it's a good vibe The only thing vibe. I didn't like Is that My favorite song of hers Is Fuck the Summer Up And so In the app they said, get to the stage, LaKaylee's about to fuck, this, fuck the stage up or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, Implying yeah. that she's going to play that shit. She didn't do that shit. That's my only disappointment in terms of her set. But she was fantastic. And she brought out Rhapsody. And they did their song. I think it's Oprah. I think she's on the song. Uh, Oprah or Rhapsody. But she did. She brought out Rhapsody. Jid was there. Um, Raven. Oh Sorry, I forgot who was there. Yeah. Raven, Raven Lene was there. Um, somebody brought out Alicia Keys. I think it was Jid. Um, Tank and the Bangas was there. Leon Bridges was there. Jill Scott headline. Jill Scott was fantastic. Like she was amazing. Mm. It's like it's crazy because you can tell like she's been she's been in the music business for so long. She just completely owned the stage, bro. Like completely owned that shit. It was fantastic to watch. Jill Scott the one gave head on the stage, right? Yes, that is Jill Scott. Jelly from Philly. Yes. Uh, Make sure on the same page. <laughs> nah, she she can perform her ass off. She was really good. But yeah, that was that was the artist that I was that I was interested in seeing. They all did, uh, they all did really good. And then uh, Brittany Howard was there, but she was there on Sunday, and I didn't get a chance to go on Sunday. I had tickets to go, which I'll offer to you, but yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to go see Beetlejuice for the second time. I saw that. How was it? If anybody yo go see Beetlejuice on Broadway, anybody who's like a Beetlejuice fan, the movie mm-hmm. or Tim Burton, I know he's not involved in this shit, but it's my second time seeing that shit, mm-hmm. and that shit is fire. <laughs> I, I, I'm not real shit like, And like I'm not a musical guy Like whatever Nigga I got this shit On my phone And be singing The songs and shit Driving to work Nigga like It's fire bro And like One thing too That I really enjoyed About the show Is like It has Like The imagery Of the stage Like and how they Move shit around And how it transforms During the time You're there Like this shit is fire So anybody get a chance Go see Beetlejuice Download Today Ticks app Get them bitches for like sixty dollars for the cheap. <laughs> Which yeah. app is it? Huh? Which app? Today, today ticks. Today ticks. Ticks for the app. Is it only in New York or? Uh, no, nah, it's, it's wherever they got Broadway shows. I mean shows, like musicals and shit. Wherever that. Right. So, 
I mean, it's mainly like New York because New York is like, you know, fucking Broadway. Like, yeah. Huh. But, yeah. But I needed to see Beetlejuice on Sunday because I saw the waitress on Friday. My nigga, I was falling asleep. The waitress? Wait, how many? You go to see plays like all the time? No, I don't. So I, so I went to see. First musical I've seen was Beetlejuice a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Then Tiana, Tiana was coming to town and she wanted to see the waitress and shit. So I, fuck, I, so I got tickets for to see the waitress. Now, it's been a long-ass week last week. I had basketball camp. I had all this shit going on. So, we go see Waitress Friday night. It's an 8.30 show. My nigga, I was knocked the fuck out during the show, bro. Like, And I, I, try, I try to stay up, bro. I try to stay up. Old-ass man, bro. For me to make it up to her, like, I feel like I need to make it up to her by like, not like, falling asleep, by going to see a show that I am truly interested in, which is fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not interested in watching this girl. I mean, the, the performances are great. The, the people who sang and did what they did, fucking awesome. But I am not interested in this white country ass girl from Oklahoma who is pregnant by her fucking abusive ass husband who is cheating on with her doctor. I give no fuck about none of that shit. It sound like Tyler Perry. Like, I, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Now, Beetlejuice, I give a fuck about motherfuckers dying, ghosts and shit. That shit is funny. Yeah. But I'm not good. I'm gonna fuck about no white people just doing shit like that, bro. Like, <laughs> but what? You get like, I'm, I'm not. No, nah, I'm good. I've seen enough white dramas in my life to see another one. I'm sorry, but go go see Beetlejuice. That shit is fire. All right, I'll check it out when it come over here to Texas. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna go over there, bro. <laughs> well, let's get into this third segment, bro. This Popeye's chicken sandwich, dog. Uh-huh. Have y- have y'all had it? All right. So, I, I I had it. The other day, I went. Well, first of all, motherfuckers talking about this shit all last week during basketball camp. Like, my my basketball coach, the head of the program, normally pays the coaches three out of five days lunch. Like he'll buy them lunch and shit. These niggas was petitioned to get them, get him to buy them Popeyes one of the days. <laughs> like they're legit. Like yo, fuck, fuck the pizzas, fuck the sandwiches. Like go order us. Popeye sandwiches and shit, like legit. And I told, I said, bro, that'll be a good idea, but there's no fucking way I'm going to fucking Popeyes and standing in line for almost an hour to get twenty fucking sandwiches. Mm-hmm. No fuck. First of all, you probably won't even give me twenty sandwiches. I, I think it's probably like one, one per customer and shit. So I didn't have it until this till two days ago, and it's good. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not gonna front. Now Chick Fil A is good. Like Chick Fil A got the little. Chick Fil A got the little. Like a little seasoning and shit on the crust, but the chicken itself, like the fucking white meat and shit, just like, all right, whatever. I want the crust. Yeah, yeah. Nah. The fucking Popeye shit, bro. All the way through. Yeah, all the way through. <laughs> all the way through. Yeah, all the way through. And I and then I asked for a lemonade. The lady blessed me with a frozen lemonade. I asked for it. Fuck it, I took it. And oh, the whole combination was fire. Now I didn't get a biscuit though. That's that's that was the biggest issue. I just asked. I got fries, yeah, yeah. So, so the combo, the combo comes with a drink, right? The sandwich and fries. So I'm just, uh, every other combo comes with a drink, fries, and a biscuit, right? Like if you go to Popeyes, the biscuit is part of the combo. Am I am I, am I correct in this assumption? Yes. Right. Okay. We actually had no fucking idea. Nope. All right. Fuck it. Nope. So, but normally that it comes. I, I know it comes with a fucking uh, uh, a. A biscuit, a dry ass biscuit. <laughs> that shit. I didn't get it. It, it didn't come with it. Yeah. And, I, and I got two of them. I had one for Tiana, and she had her fucking shit, but no biscuit either. So I don't know. The lady's probably mad at me or something. 
Because I hopped in front of the line to ask her, because the sign in the front said, there are no more sandwiches. I, I got to ask management. <laughs> I went to the front of the line to ask a question. Y'all have any sandwiches? And she was like, yeah. I said, I bet. So I got a bag in front of the line. I got my sandwiches. So, so Bree, Bree thought, my wife don't eat uh Chick-fil-A sandwiches like that. She just go to Chick-fil-A and get the chicken nuggets, which Chick-fil-A has the most expensive fucking chicken nuggets, bro. They are... It's worth it. No, it's not. They bite size. They're, they're okay. No, they're okay. fucking bite size nuggets. Huh? They're better than any other nugget. It's a dollar a nugget, though. So the value... Uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> no. Uh, McDonald's nuggets are legit. 20 for 5, nigga. 20 for 4.99. Hall of Fame. I like McDonald's nuggets. Hall of Fame. 20 for 4.99. Twenty the What's value, the bro. It's the value. I can't I can't eat much meat. McDonald's chicken nuggets ain't meat. It's, it's pink sauce and, and chicken <laughs> It's like chicken dicks and eyeballs in that in chicken that. dicks and eyeballs? It's whatever is it's whatever's left from the chicken. I'm like It's it's a sausage. That's what the fuck a sausage is. Everything McDonald's left fries. I mean McDonald's or fries too, but because I'll I take some nuggets from McDonald's over Chick fil A nuggets. I ain't gonna hold you. Y'all niggas nasty for you, McDonald's. <laughs> Only because I'm paying. Yeah. <laughs> if it's free, you can order it. Yeah, I'll take you for life. If it's free, give but me they a gotta try. They got to give you more than a fucking little bit they fucking give you, though. Yeah, for real. They give you eight nuggets for $8. That shit, bro, that shit, that shit. And they be like, like this, bro. For real. Be like, Super small. That shit, that shit is small. Super small. <laughs> but uh, she, she didn't. They didn't even bite size. For real. My life worth more than uh, the fucking dollar nuggets from Wendy's or McDonald's. No, Wendy's okay. Hey, Wendy's spicy nuggets hit in college though. I was getting them shits. 99 cent for five of them bunches. Them things was good. Nah. Mm-mm. Them things was good. Y'all tripping. The spicy nuggets? Y'all tripping. Wendy's is good for the full for full. Outside of that, nah. <laughs> See, I, had, I, I, I that, shit is, that, shit is, that shit is a value meal. Like, legit. See, we had cookout in college. Y'all niggas don't know shit about cookout. I know about cookout. Cookout is the fucking shit, dog. Ray took me to cookout. The fucking who? One of her, one of her friend, one of their. Uh, what, the, what the fuck is cookout, bro? Put me on. Say what? What is cookout? Yo, cookout is a down south shit. You go there, it's college food. Them bitches open from like they open from like ten in the morning until four in the morning, and so you go there, you get yourself a tray, and get the tray is like four dollars and fifty cent. You can get basically two fucking entrees in that shit with some French fries and a milkshake or a big ass iced tea. Shit is delicious, and they got like a million different flavors for the milkshake. It's Risa, where did you take me that time? Um, I think we got like sandwiches and shit, but it was like like cut off the the wood type of meat shit. In Texas, I believe it was in Texas, and we sat at like this like wooden table. It was outside. It's Rudy's. Okay, it's barbecue. That was hit. That shit. Good that was too. hit too. That shit good too. That barbecue shit. Yeah. Texas has a lot of different barbecue spots. Rudy's is good. I don't know. Never been to Texas. Got to swing through, bro. But I've been in California, and that Jack in the Box is hitting. Is it really good? Yeah, Jack in the Box is hitting. Fuck yeah, that shit got everything. You had it now? No, because I don't like burgers. Mm. Then what'd you get from Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box got a lot of burgers. They got other shit, too. They got, like, chicken sandwiches. They got fucking, like... Fucking tacos and shit. Like, got a bunch of other shit. Nah, <laughs> I just got chicken sandwich. I got tacos for that shit. They got a mess of that shit. That shit was fire. I was like, yo, this shit is good. The fries is good. Customer service, whereas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jack in the box is lit. Now, in and out? Ah, nah, I'm good. 
People's obsession with fucking burgers, yo. I really don't. They like did. niggas, niggas be craving. Like, I need a burger. Like, why the fuck do you? Like, why? Like, burgers are good, bro. Burgers are good. Uh, I, I don't know. I think this is a mag. I think it's American issue. Like burgers, because you eat anywhere else. I don't. The burgers are not like the ideal thing to eat. Like niggas, like I've never seen niggas crave burgers. Like Rue was craving fucking drugs on euphoria and shit. Niggas was going crazy for this shit, bro. Mills is treated differently uh, outside of America, though. Yeah, well, they ain't trying to fat them up. Exactly. The food is different. And the way they eat, the culture is different. I mean, when I went to London, it really wasn't like, no one was running for their food. No. But it wasn't just hot stuff, but it wasn't like, it wasn't that crazy. Like, they gave me uh, mushrooms for breakfast in London. That shit was hitting. I love mushrooms. Bro, they have for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Bro, a breath, uh, English breakfast consists of beans. Well, that's that's a Hispanic breakfast too. No, the fuck is not. I've been racist. I'm not being racist, <laughs> nigga. I went to Costa Rica. They took us to Costa Rica, nigga. They gave me uh, black beans for hellas negros every fucking morning, with the freshest of juices, nigga. I mean, they fresh squeezed. That, that is not. That is not something I grew up on, my nigga. I ain't never had. Well, you not. Breakfast. You ain't never had. Okay. Well, you grew up in Philly. Though. I grew, up, I grew up in Puerto Rican household. Like, it was never beans being poured. Any Hispanic I've ever met do not have beans. Nigga, I'm in Texas right now. Wait, well, what are you talking about, That's Tex-Mex. No, they don't. Yo, I don't know. I mean, it's what, Mexicans probably? They eat bean, bean, uh, bean taco every fucking morning, dog. Bean and cheese taco. Yo, I know Ooh. that they be farting their ass off, bro. I'm like, how the Ooh. fuck you eat beans and cheese in the fucking morning? Ooh. In Texas, nigga. Bro, that's no. You talking Mexicans, bro? Okay. You said Hispanic, bro, not, nigga, or you said I'm, just Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican's not Mexican. We understand that, right? We all, we all, yes, we all yes, know yes, yes, that Puerto Rican's not yes. Mexican, we, right? we understand that. We understand that. I thought you said Hispanics, but uh, you talking specifically Puerto Rican? Well, so. yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I did, yeah, I did say that. I did, I did do that. But like, of course, in the Hispanic realm, there are like fucking hundreds of fucking Culture, different yeah. shit. I can I confuse myself. I have no fucking idea sometimes. Mm. What the fuck, mother? Latin, Latinx, and like, I be like, what the fuck is what? Like, I have no clue, to be honest. What is Latinx, nigga? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, I have, I, I, and I will admit, I will admit, I have not done, I have not decided to do enough research on this shit. I watched one video once. I said, oh, that's cool. Didn't retain none of that shit. <laughs> My wife um, can explain. I, I do, you cannot. I cannot give a presentation at all about this shit. <laughs> but I know in a Puerto Rican household, for at least my Puerto Rican household, beans was not. Poured in the morning, nigga. We had fucking eggs and span, nigga. In Philly. <laughs> like, yo, I miss scrapple, bro. I, I want some fucking scrapple. Yo, right, stop. yo, let me get off food because y'all no. eating some nasty shit, man. Nigga, you eating I, right I, now? I don't, I don't eat scrapple. Scrapple's delicious. Nah, first of all, I I, I didn't know it was a, a Philly thing. I didn't know that either until I left, and I was mad as shit. I was like, yo, where the fuck the scrapple at for breakfast? They's like, what the fuck is that? That's, I just that just now that it's a Philly thing. Nah, seriously, it's legit. Like people are like it was a Pennsylvania thing, but then, like people, I, I'm like, bro, I don't know what the fuck. That is. I've never, I have had it, I've had it more as an adult as I had as a kid. Like, I've never had it as an as a kid. That shit hit on it. That shit hit on it. No, that shit is trash. <laughs> that shit ain't good. Who the fuck? That's like that's slave food, yo. What is <laughs> that's, that's some country side? You know, Pennsylvania country <laughs> shit is that's good. Country side shit, like I've that that's bro. Good. It's never a nigga in the hood of North Philly, Southwest, wherever the fuck you at, 
going to go to the store and bring back Scrapple. My Germantown ass was going to the store buying some fucking Scrapple. Scrapple is delicious, nigga. I don't know what y'all want. First of all, they sell no, they sell them in the store. In a grocery store, well, a supermarket. Yeah. I fuck never you seen scrabble? a Whoa. section of scrabble in my life. It's in the back of section, nigga. With Where? The Where? I look. With the bacon. Where the fuck is that at? Next I to the bacon. Is that one in the German side area in Philadelphia? Is that what it is? I guess so. The shop right on Wayne Ave. Wayne Shelton. <laughs> that shit never, good, though. That shit good. I've only seen that shit on the menu at fucking diners. <laughs> Nah, that's why. That's where you had it. That's why it's probably nasty to you, bro. Look, you cut the thin, you cut the joint thinly, sliced, put that shit in. The what, it's a egg. loaf. Yeah, nigga, it's a loaf. It's like what, a square. You know what I mean, is this, it's like a no square. Way. You gotta slice it. It's nah, like it come out green. I, mean, shit. I, I had spam. The spam is the saltiest fucking piece of meat I've ever had in my life. But I ain't never see. And that, it comes in a can or it comes in a... No, it's like a package. What is the presentation of a scrapper, bro? It's like, like gray this. block inside of a plastic package. Yeah, and then you slice that. You slice it. You know what I'm saying? You slice that shit, and then you fry that shit, and then you eat that shit. So, tell me what it is. So, you looking at that? No, I was looking at a girl. But I, I looked at her. <laughs> Come on, dog. Stay, stay focused here. Slice, fry, eat, nigga. That's that's the order with scrap. It's delicious. Oh my god! I, nah, I ain't gonna hold you, Reese. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania, known as known by the Pennsylvania Dutch name Pan Rabbit. It's just mush of pork scraps that means combined with cornmeal. Y'all nasty, bro. Yep, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time I'm in Philly, I'm gonna make y'all niggas some scrapper. We're gonna have brunch at my grandma's. You're not making me no. I don't eat no damn pork. You First of all, know. I ain't no scrapper. <laughs> no, it's delicious. Fry hard, nigga. Fry hard. Because I mean, if you make the slice big enough, you know what I'm saying? You can have it crispy on the outside, but soft on the inside. You know what I mean? It's delicious, nigga. My, my dog is wild because the dog's walking by right now. All right. Pat, bring your ass. Oh, uh, let's go. Oh, did I tell y'all? I, I, well, remember last time we spoke? Uh, we, we were on when we did our last podcast. And I just mm. acting all funny and shit. Bro, she oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, she ate, she ate some weed, bro. Yeah, you told me. You told us. You told us in the app, I think, in the uh, group me. No, she, bro, it was hours, bro. I was scared as shit. So, $300 later, bro, she told that she's not high. I mean, she said she ate, she ate some weed. I know your veterinarian was looking at you like you was fucking great. <laughs> my nigga, it was not, I got no butt in my crib. She had this shit on the street. But that, the veterinarian was probably still like, I know somebody. I know, yeah, I know. I, 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 nigga, I was just like, I feel like I was being judged as a fucking parent. Like, looking at me like I'm not like able to take care of my, my kid and shit. I was like, bro, come on, man. Like, it wasn't like, she eats shit off the ground in time. What the fuck you do? Yo, is Jay Z drawing with the NFL deal? <laughs> uh, no. Wait, it, so, from, from, from what we see so far, it looks like it, but. We gotta learn what the details are before we even judge. Uh-huh. We don't know what he's doing. So, from what I, from my understanding, like it was like he's gonna be partnering with the NFL to bring musical acts and shit, like the whole like culture of like hip hop and R and B type shit. I, that was my understanding. Now I don't know, but I didn't like the fucking photo op. That mm. was that shit was annoying as fuck. Like, come on, bro, like. The whole and then like and then like they gotta see this this is this is what I get a problem about like our 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 time right now reality like everything has to be something televised like I do not need to see these niggas laughing and giggling it up 
having this deal. Like I don't want. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like all right, if it's a deal, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Right? Give me the details and shit, and then move on. Like to have that whole thing, it, it, it seemed like like almost like a PR stuff for the NFL. But then like on, on, on our side, looking at looking at Jay Z as someone who's been like really, he's been helping out with people who have been like you know incarcerated and a bunch of other shit. You know, donating lawyers and shit to help uh, people who are who are in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then see that shit is just like, come on, dog. It's just like it wasn't a good look. Now, whether it's, he's drawn or not, nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he is. But so I'm, I'm with you, though. I think I think the I think the media conference thing was drawing. They was drawing with the media conference though yeah, because they yeah, came yeah. and did a whole sit down session with the media, but didn't answer any questions about what the actual plan was going to be. Like, what were y'all going to do from an implementation standpoint? Say again. We don't know what the deal is. Exactly. Like, from an implementation standpoint, I have no idea what they're doing outside of, I know Jay-Z is going to be leading up the halftime show, which, that's insignificant when you talk about uh, social justice and shit like that, but I know that he's supposed to have some role in bringing and helping with the social justice, but it's not really detailed. So they were definitely drawing with the press conference. I'm going to give Jay-Z the benefit of the doubt with the NFL deal. Like, I'm not going to say he was drawing by doing a deal with the NFL, because, because we don't know the details. And I give him the benefit of the doubt because my man helped with McMill get out of jail. He he led up the Khalif Browder shit. He was getting people out of jail in Ferguson, like he was paying for them, paying for them to get out of jail. So he has done enough from a social justice standpoint to let me give him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to this NFL deal and let me see what he's talking about. But the press conference was fucking drawing. Yeah, them niggas was chopping it up. For real, and, and Charlamagne kept asking, like, "What about Kevin?" If he, if he was in a video with a stern ass face and just like not saying shit, like, it's, we're like we're, we're past kneeling type shit, like, yeah. like that was like, now nah, he's drawing for that comment, right? Like, yeah, you may be done with fucking kneeling, but like, you got Kenny Stills and my man Colin, who you've been wearing his jersey, and Eric Reed too. Yo, Eric Reed will fight a motherfucking dog. Like, he well, tried to fight Malcolm Jenkins on the field for that shit. Like, he won't, he he run up on your ass. He's wild. He also got a flag the other day against the Patriots and shit for a late hit, so he got to chill out. Yeah, he didn't run up on his ass. But, uh, but yeah, that, that sound bite was weird because he said, I watched the whole clip, and he did say, yeah, we're past kneeling, but he also said, I don't condemn those that kneel. He was just saying that we got... But then, like, it's just, this is like, it's just like a talking he gotta, point but on the side. Like, yeah, but he's he's been in the game long enough to know I shouldn't say that because they're going to chop it up and make it seem like I'm saying we're past kneeling. No, go ahead, bro. That that talking point is from the other side anyway. Right. Like we're past kneeling. Like they'll, they'll say this shit like, like come on, like that's like that's from Trump and the motherfuckers and shit talking about that bullshit. Like, come yeah. on, dog, like that's real. Yeah, that's common. I took it as him saying, All right, we did that, now what are we gonna do from here? Like the the kneeling did what it was supposed to do, but we still gotta move forward. It ain't getting resolved yet. That is what he meant, but right. when they chop it, probably it up, came off wrong. But right, yeah, because but that's how I understood that from the beginning. Well, media sensationalizes shit because this what gets them views, and so they sensationalized it and made it seem like he was saying we passed nil at tone, which you just described is exactly what he meant by it. Um, but he's wise enough to know I should just not even say we passed nil in at all. He'd been in the game for way too long to be making that type of mistake. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He's skinny. He's called Kaepernick jersey. Char- Charlemagne was asking him the questions though. Charlemagne said a couple times, I just wanna know when Kaepernick's getting the job. You gonna help Kaepernick get a job? And he you know, that's first off, 
when you go to you know that's the first thing niggas are gonna ask like you should have a, a response ready for that shit and he was just like kind of dismissive he just he actually just laughed and said is this Colin Kaepernick's agent and he, that was this dismissive way of not that's a dismissive way of not addressing it that's that's what that's what Hope said yeah he laughed and said this must be Kaepernick's agent but that's a dismissive way of addressing the situation like bro that's a serious ass question like Andrew Luck just retired is Kaepernick gonna get an opportunity with the with the Colts no no no. But should Jay Z be pushing for that shit? Absolutely. When, when our when the Eagles backup went down, he, they should have been pushing for Kaepernick to get an opportunity. Instead, we bring in Josh McCann, who fucking retired. Like last year, the Miami Dolphins brought in Jay Cutler, who was fucking retired. They bring in niggas that don't even want to play no more before they bring in Kaepernick. Well, I think Jay should help Cap get a job, and I'm just curious. Do I think he should help Cap get a job? Why think, do y'all think that he should help Cap get a job? The NFL is trying to say that we stand for social justice, but the person who literally opened and opened the floodgates about the conversation for social justice within the NFL doesn't have a job, and he's being blackballed and it's obvious. So it's kind of hypocritical to say you're about social justice, but the nigga who started it off can't get a job here. I said keep the same energy. You wore the fucking jersey, support that nigga all the way. Like he had, he had he had, he, had, he put he put the Kaepernick jersey on the black and white joint. Like if you want to do that, like yeah. nah, bro, keep the same energy. Like, but whatever. I'm not whole. I ain't making millions of dollars. Billions of dollars off this shit. Yeah. Niggas making money. But what'd you but, think, Tom? What would I do? No, Tom, what'd you think? Uh, I, I I don't have an answer. I, I just have to wait to see what's going on before I make any judgment on anything that he's doing. Well, I'm talking about in terms but of getting I, Kaepernick a job. You don't have an p- opinion? As far as Kaepernick getting a job? Of course he deserves one. I don't even know what that would do. Like, what would that solve? If you, said, you said what? What, what, what would it solve with him getting a job? Yes. I don't know, that's, that's a good question. Because at this point, like, at this point, honestly, like, I would like him to get a job, but again, like, I understand why it's not happening. And, and, and I'm not like, I'm not shocked. At this point, I'm whoever's shocked that he still doesn't have a job is still like not understanding the NFL and the system that is against like you know us. So him not having a job at this point, I'm like, look, man, like. And he's doing well. Again, I know he wants to play. I, 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 again, I'm not saying, like, I know some people would say, like, well, we don't know if he want to play or not. I'm like, fuck it, he wants to play. Yeah, he wants to play. He's, he's working out. He's still doing that shit. I would love for him to go out there and do what he loves to do. But I understand why, you know, he is where he's at because he is against the machine and the machine wants to keep doing line. Shit, look, look at Andrew Luck. He, he retired because he couldn't do it mentally and physically. And I get that shit. Like, that's... I mean, I'm not a professional athlete, but I understand like being an athlete at some point and having injuries, and it, and it, and it kind of does something to you mentally, and you you lose the spirit of it, and he gets booed. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause the fans and the whole idea, I want you to do this for me, yeah. and Colin ain't gonna do that for them. He's not. So here's yeah. here's why like, I think you should have a job. fucking was in tears the other day explaining. Why he couldn't? Why he had to retire? Like the other, like just, he might come back, but again, he was saying like, "Yo, I was like he he cried. He was about to cry on, on, on in a presentation and share something. I forgot what it was that with a CBD <laughs> medical. Uh, it was it was a medical company with CBD on the back, yeah. which is great because they didn't do that shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but you know he, he's he's a he's he's against what the NFL stands for. The NFL is really trash. Football is fun. Is but it's a dangerous fucking sport, and the NFL is fucking trash. 
Yeah, I think so. The NFL's message of what they're trying to send about their players is that it's a production-based, merit-based league, right? And so, but when you look at players who I'm saying like Kareem Hunt, what he did when he was kicking that woman, or you look at um, some other players that that did a bunch of shit like Josh Gordon just got reinstated and he can't stop getting high. You know what I'm saying? So you look at all these players that did a bunch of shit that actually, whether it's, it's that affects people real, like in a in a harmful way. And then you look at Colin Kaepernick, like these niggas is getting opportunities to work again because they 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 dealt they did their time according to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Six games for abusing a woman. They did their time. Okay, he could come back now. But Colin Kaepernick kneels based off of for, so at first he sat and then he talked to a former military person who said kneel so he knelt and he played in the league I think he threw 12 touchdowns and like he ran for four or something like that so he, he had a good pretty good season that year and then he can't get a job he didn't do anything wrong he didn't hurt anybody but he can't get a job if this is a production based league mayor based league he deserves a job. You taking niggas out of ret- literally retired. Jay Cutler's wife, he said in a press conference, I'm a quarterback. I don't have to work out. That's not the mentality you want from your fucking from your leader. He also said in that same press conference, he took the job because his wife said he needs to get out the house. So this nigga literally had no intention of fucking blame. They took this nigga out of retirement and gave him a job. You know what I'm saying? So things like that, when you when you look at the NFL and what they say they stand for and what they say they're about in terms of how they how they pay their players and, and shit like that, that's not that's not what it is. And this is a flagrant hypocrisy. Hmm. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All to say. Besides the fact that Colin did go three and sixteen his last nineteen games. He played with who though? First off he was hurt. He played with the 49ers well, the, the, the and they the were trash. trash. The Niners were trash. <laughs> Right, the Niners are trash. The Niners are trash, trash, and he and he was hurt. Who's coaching him? Chip Kelly this time. Chip Kelly, I think. Chip Kelly, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you know trash, what I'm bro. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand that motherfucking Philly, bro. Yeah, yeah, so he ain't even really have a good squad like that. So it's like I don't, I don't understand how he hurt and and he have a good squad. He still look at his, but what was his stats? Not even good stats. Yeah, his stats were fine. Look, who Nathan Peterman still has a fucking job. This nigga threw like thirty interceptions. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? That's the boy that played. That's the boy that played for the Bills and threw all the fucking interceptions, bro. He basically played. He was the, he played so bad that his nigga retired at halftime. The nigga retired from the Bills, Buffalo Bills, at halftime. I thought that was a a D bag or Robert. It was a D bag that retired at halftime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was like, I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Yeah, oh no, his teammate, his quarterback. Yo, Nathan Peterman yeah. is fucking trash, but he still yeah, got a that. job. This nigga's on the Oakland Raiders right now, right now. Suit up, Reese. I mean, if I could, I would. But shit, <laughs> we talking about that, bro. Right like, I take, I take a meal to sit on the bench. You know what I mean? Not a problem. No, you got a meal. Can't sit. Well, I'm talking about ride the bench, not play. Just get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a meal. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Drawlin Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and IG at Drawlin Podcast. That's D-R-A-W-L-I-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can also email us questions at drawlinpodcast at gmail.com and keep a lookout next week for another episode.